Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. 
up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, we have an unbelievable Unbelievable show for you. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire building should be. Um, We'll talk Rams and Bills upcoming. Plus, John Middlecoff is going to join us 25 after the hour. We'll get to last night's game, the foreshadowing for this weekend's full slate of NFL games, some college talk as well. We got our picks, five college, five pros. That's our five for five. We still have our gambler segment. We got everything you could possibly need, and then some. And then some here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, Browns, Panthers, got a little preview of that. Wait to hear what Colin Coward had to say about Baker Mayfield. Uh, Brady Quinn. Had a really interesting exchange about Josh Allen early this morning on Fox Sports Radio. We'll get to that. And not sure if you saw, but baseball apparently has been affected by flying players. They have new rules going into baseball next year, and all infielders need to have both feet on the ground. I didn't know that was an issue, but we'll talk about the um, the irony, the hypocrisy, the hilarity of what baseball saying they're trying to do, but what they're actually doing in the process. All of that to come. But I think the story of the day is the former MVP who athletically is in his prime. Lamar Jackson has, by Twitter's account, decided to bet on himself. I'm going to bet on myself, which is great. Everybody says, bet on yourself. Um, But there's a lot more to it than just Lamar Jackson is betting on himself. Most people believe. And there is a lot of historical, empirical data which would support it, which is the longer you wait, the more money that you make. Right? In the NFL, every contract, boom, 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 boom. You know, Justin Herbert's going to get a deal in the offseason. Um, you, you name, now there's a, a date where he can start negotiating, and Lamar will probably have a deal by then, but Justin Herbert's going to get a gigantic deal. You know, Joe Burrow is going to get a gigantic deal. I, I don't know about Tua Tagovailoa. Um, but Joe Burrow is going to get a gigantic deal this upcoming offseason. And those are deals that will, will likely set the market. The problem with the market is there's this one outlier contract, and that's Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's $250 million, which is completely guaranteed, is uh, by, by the accounts of all the people I've talked to in the NFL, it's hilarious and sad all at once that the Browns, in their desperation – to get a marquee quarterback decided to throw more than the kitchen sink at Deshaun Watson. And it did not reset the market for uh, uh, Kyler Murray. Didn't reset the market for Derek Carr. Didn't reset the market for Aaron Rodgers. It didn't reset the market for like you go, you kind of go through it. But Lamar Jackson's sitting there going, Hey man, like he's a good player, but I've been an MVP. I haven't had the off the field stuff. I haven't had, uh, a torn ACL the way he has. Teams built around me. I'm the leader. I deserve to be paid commensurate with Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's contract. And in a, in a normal circumstance, maybe. Maybe. On paper, yeah, I could agree with that. But the reality is no chance. No chance. I think the biggest question becomes, does Lamar Jackson play like Lamar Jackson or does he play to protect himself? Right, Because when you're running the football more than any quarterback 
has run the football in modern football history, you are putting yourself in harm's way. You are consistently putting yourself in harm's way. And the likelihood of injury is great. And the other part to it is, and you'll get people to say, well, well, you know, I mean, quarterbacks, Dak Prescott broke his ankle. Tom Brady tore his ACL. Carson Palmer tore his ACL. Joe Burrow tore his ACL. All these guys came back and they're fine. It's true. The difference is they don't use their legs nearly as much to be who they are. Matter of fact, it's in many cases, Dak, not, not, not this case, but many, in Brady's case and Breeze, remember Breeze got his shoulder when he kind of got rolled up on his last game with the Chargers. Like these guys, they don't need their legs to be who they are. Lamar Jackson is a running back who's the best throwing running back or best throwing quarterback we've ever seen. Right? He's if Mike Vick had an offense built around him and I don't know, Mike Vick threw a great deep ball, I would say that's the comp. But again, based upon the proficiency, the numbers in the red zone, even the running numbers, Lamar Jackson's a better version of Mike Vick. Like if Mike Vick had no off the field issues and was a little bit better thrower, he'd be Lamar Jackson. I think that's a that's a it's a fair parallel, right? I mean, he's a dynamic football player. But five years guaranteed on top of this year, that's six years he ain't going to get hurt. And while other guys come back and they're fine from being hurt, what does a great athlete look like if he's coming back from being hurt? Because as you get older, you slow down, they don't. If you get hurt, you slow down, they don't. And every hit kind of magnifies itself. I actually think it's a smart play on the Ravens. They... They, they did to Lamar Jackson what the Cardinals did to Albert Pujols. They offered him way more money than anyone probably would have thought they would have, but just enough, just, just enough where it wasn't too much that he had to take it. And so now they kick it down the road, and let's see. He wasn't great last year. They weren't healthy, but he wasn't great. By anyone's estimation, he did not have a great and maybe not even a very good football season. I, I got you. You went through like seven running backs. Ronnie Stanley, not healthy. It it was not a great year. And his backup was as efficient as he was. Maybe not the player he was, but at a, at a fraction of the price. So everyone talks about betting on themselves. Here's the other element that, that, that people aren't being completely candid with is this need to be your own representation uh, that, that to me, is a disaster. Lamar Jackson would not be taken 32 overall in the first round of the draft if he, wasn't, if he was represented by an agent. Because, um, and the stories are out there and the ones I've been told, a lot of people wanted to work him out. Had to go through his mom, couldn't get through to him, couldn't get through at times to her, and there were some teams that were like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. And he didn't want to work out for him. And while some of those teams might not have drafted him, I mean, if you've seen Lamar Jackson throw the football, and remember the last game he played in college was against Mississippi State. It was awful. He was not good. Not good. So you would see him in person and be like, man, I love this guy. Or maybe we love him. He's not for us, but somebody else does. He went 32nd in the draft. A good portion of that, at least a portion of it is, he didn't have a rep. And the reason I believe this deal didn't get done, he didn't have a rep. Because you could have gotten close to those numbers with some creative financing, ways to keep it off the cap, the way to do it. But it takes time, and it takes people that have put those deals together before. He doesn't have that. 
So while he's betting on himself and saving money by repping himself, and ultimately it may pay off, he may get the biggest contract in the history of the solar system. He may. The process in the draft, the process now, flawed. Because here's what you have to factor in. Even if you get a little bit more than what was offered at the end of this season, if you sign the contract now, if you got the deal done, your first three years would have been an escrow and paid essentially up front first 90 days, and that money would have been put to work for you. Instead, you're going to have to wait at least nine months for it. At least nine months. And this is, it's a lot like hitting the lottery, right? Where when you hit the lottery, look, you can get paid out over 25 years or you can get the money now. Every business financial advisor take take the money now. Take the money now. So Lamar Jackson's betting on himself. Remember, when you bet on yourself, it's betting, it's gambling. It's not a 100% shot. You know, Dennis Schroeder bet on himself. How'd that work out? He turned out, was it $90 million from the Lakers? Now, Joe Flacco, who the Ravens are going to go against, he bet on himself, won a Super Bowl, got a huge contract. The Ravens forever regarded it. So there's, buy, there's, there's baggage, like the Joe Flacco baggage that comes to mind. There, there's the fear of injury. You look at Cam Newton and how he broke down. And if you're Lamar Jackson, you're sitting there going like, man, all I got to do is wait. The longer I wait, I pull a Dak Prescott, I get whatever I want. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the TireRack.com studios. I'll tell you how the Bills dominated the Rams in the opener. We will drink John Ramos's tears. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? Welcome in. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire building should be. I, I got I to fully disclose something. I got to fully disclose something. We'll, we'll take you behind the curtain a little bit, uh, guys. Have, have you seen the movie? I know what Jay Stu has. Jay Stu, you may see the movie uh, Sideways. Sideways is the, uh, the, the movie about the winery, right? The wine, they go on a wine, yeah, yeah wine yeah. tasting tour. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know where, what part of California that's in? Um, I maybe somewhere in central California. Yes. So, so Solvang is, I think, where uh, that famous bar that they go into. That they go into. Okay. That's it's. There's everybody thinks of wine country in California as Napa. There's also on the central coast. Uh, the central coast is also, um, was it? Uh, uh, there, I think there will be blood, right? I drink your milkshake. That that that's based at the end on the central coast as well, right? That's actually right right near, not right. So I'm in Paso Robles, California, Paso Robles, California, and um, some of you follow me on social media know my daughter is a high level equestrian rider. So the last segment we just did, while well, I'm a psychic and I'm looking ahead for what's going to happen in uh, in the world of the National Football League. Uh, my daughter actually got a chance to ride and like just the, the idea of technology, it's pretty amazing stuff that you're like, I don't know your, your kids on a wild animal, it's not really a wild animal, but jumping over five foot high jumps 
<laughs> it's it's crazy, but this is stunning, beautiful country. And I know we're on up here. We're on in Fresno as well. So welcome in to the Doug Gottlieb show from the mobile tire studio. You know, um, there, there's something interesting with cell phones, right? They connect to all of us. Do you guys have, I guess let's kind of go around the room. Do you guys do the read receipt on yourself? Now we don't get it from Jason and Jason. I ironically enough, we just had a, was it Monday night? We had a conversation about this Monday morning. We had a conversation about this. He's like, Look, dude, I don't know if you read my text because I don't, you know, you don't always give like a thumbs up. I was like, don't, I, I give read receipts. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, you're an Android guy, right? So Android guys don't get the read receipts from iPhone guys. Is that right? And vice versa. Yep. Okay. So you never know, unless I give you the thumbs up or the pound, right? the thumbs up or the pound, you don't know if I've read it. Or the, you, the ever popular like or love, you know, like what you just yes. said, you know, acknowledge, yeah. Yes, like what you and, and sometimes you hit the wrong one. It's like question mark. Like, why'd you do a question mark? Like, sorry, dude, I wanted to do the ha ha or I wanted to do the like or I wanted to do the love. Dan Byer, do you do the do you have read receipts or do you take that off your I, phone? I've I've disabled mine so people can't tell if I've read it or not. At least I think that's the case. I don't know. I can't see their phone, but yes. Why, well, I just why I, I, I know my reason why when I when I've taken them off. But why do you do that? Because I don't want people to know that I read the receipt and then just didn't respond to them. So, and I'm leaving, leaving them on red. That's what the kids call it. Oh, she left me on red. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather them. You know, that, that's, not, no, if, if you, if you text a girl and she sends you a read receipt and she doesn't respond, ah, oh, man, she left you on red. That's what it's called. And, and I, I am not a big texting guy. Like I still, there's that commercial out with the, uh, leaving the voicemail and the text would just, I am. I leave voicemails. I think if you would look at our text chain, if we did, um, I w- I would just guess either Doug or myself maybe the least amount of conversation. I read everything that you guys say, but I just Me don't too. take a lot of it. I don't. I just and that's with anybody. That's nothing personal for anyone. I just am not a big. I love our text chain during games, especially with, when John's fully engaged, because John is. <laughs> it's a lot like we described <laughs> yesterday, where. He's like the most mild manner, kindest, and then all of a sudden his Rams are on or the Dodgers are on, and he's a different guy. Different guy. You know, yesterday, at last night at halftime, he's like, you know, got outplayed 10-10 at the half. Like, you can hear him talking to him something like, I watched the game, like, this game is not really that close. Just the score is that close, which, you know, maybe the Rams would crank it up in the second half and and get it going or whatever. But it's, it's really fun to watch the – is it devolve or de- is it de-evolution or just to devolve? Is de-evolution the word? Help me. Somebody knows. Somebody who's smarter than me. Byer, you're smarter than me. So are you, Jay Stu. Is it? Can somebody have a de-evolution or they simply devolve right before you? I I don't know. I'm, that's over my pay grade. I have no idea. Yeah, I, that's that's why well, I'm a arts major. Is that, yeah. Can, can we can dissolve? We I think. Yeah. I, I would almost say dissolve. Yeah. Uh, John yeah. had a, Dima- so John a DiMaggio-like Clark- streak last night. There was at one point where he was just uh, – it was it was text after text. You could tell the Rams were taking him off, and I, he was approaching 56. I know he beat Pete Rose's 44 <laughs> straight, but I blame I blame Cam Akers and Allen Robinson and Matthew Stafford for all of that. There's this, there's this story from Pro Football Talk. Baker Mayfield reached out to Miles Garrett after the quarterback was traded from the, from the Browns to the Panthers. According to Garrett, Mayfield texted him that he appreciated the time we got to spend together and getting to know each other and growing together. 
um, Miles Garrett left him unread. I read the text, but, you know, there were some disagreements we had at the base level. And I'm not mad at the guy and feeling any way towards it, but I just didn't know how to reply to that, so I didn't. That's what he told Mary Kay Cabot, who she's the best. She does a great job. Cleveland.com. Um, he went on to say, but I still think he's a hell of a competitor. He's a great guy to have on your side, and I'm rooting for him. I think he has a great family, and but he's the opposition now at the end of the day. I've got to take him out. So that's a weird one, though. Like somebody texts you, hey, man, thanks. I mean, don't you at least just go, okay, or thumbs up, or some sort of, or even the like button there? Right. Jay Stu, you're 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 very much in on the proper text culture. Shouldn't he on some level have just given a thumbs up or a fist? Absolutely. And by the way, not not responding nowadays is the response. I think it's it's a it's a sign of disrespect. And it sounds like Miles Garrett is admitting that it was an intentional no response, obviously, right? Oh yeah. You, well he you, said he didn't know how. I'm, that's a weird one, but yeah, I I'm not, it's not that I know text etiquette. It's just when I'm dealing with you professionally, I just need something back. Like, I got it. Thanks. Copy. <laughs> Thumbs up. But, yeah, I think that, that this is a, a bad reflection on Miles Garrett. But I think this is what his generation does. All of us have, you know, not all of us, but three of us have teenagers and, and people and kids in their 20s. This is the way they operate. And I think it's, I if you talk about de-evolving de-evol- de- or whatever it is, that it, it's definitely that in professionalism as far as I'm concerned. Well, first of all, if you're going to be relate to a younger generation, you don't hit them on text. You hit them on snap. Okay. That, that's the big thing. Although I have one of my daughters is like, dad, it's not appropriate for a male of your age to be snapping people. And I was like, okay, but Grace, if I text you, you don't respond. If I snap, you do because you only look at your snap. You don't look at your text. So I don't even know what, like, what do I do there? Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a hard one, right? I, I, it's, it's a hard one. I don't know what she's like, Dad. You can't, you're, you're too, old to, too old to Snapchat. I'm like, okay, but you actually look at your Snapchat. You don't look at your text. Like you look at her text messages and there's hundreds of not return ones because she – Unless it pops up when she's holding her phone, she never checks it. I don't think she has her notifications on. Right, but her snap one's definitely on. Um, yeah, I agree with you on this, this gen. Right? This gen is like the uh, intentionally non-confrontational becomes confrontational. You know? Meaning, meaning that in, he didn't know what to say, so instead of saying something innocuous, he said nothing, and then that becomes something. Why'd you say nothing? Why didn't you just say, okay? Why don't you say all good? No problem. You know, or some sort of acronym. I don't know what acronym would be like, would be a cool acronym in this case, but that feels like that's, that's what you have to, that's what you should do. Uh, but, but you're right, Jason. Like it's a, there's a whole different culture to it. And I think it's, you know, there's kids now that, I mean, my kids got cell phones in sixth grade, Right. And, and the only reason we got them cell phones was all their friends had cell phones. Like, well, they didn't really need cell phones, but we got it to. And then, you know, we, we did the keeping up with the Joneses thing. And then you see a kid that doesn't have a cell phone. You're like, oh, man, that parent is so much a better parent than I am. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't think this has any effect on this weekend's game. None. Zero. Zip. Silch. Nada. I think the, the response verbally from Miles Garrett was perfect. Right. I like him. Good family. We didn't always agree. But 
he's a good dude. He's a good competitor. He's just the opposition now. Um, I don't, you know, like you don't think Baker Mayfield's going to want to kick their ass, even if he didn't say that's what I want to do. Like all of these things are true. It does tell you a little something about Miles Garrett that he doesn't know how to handle that. I have, a, I, have, I have a suggestion, by the way. Why not cut and paste what you just said at the end of that quote, which is, you're a good guy, you have a great family, I enjoyed spending time with you, but you're the competitor now, and I still want to beat the crap out of you. Like That's a response that you could have done on text that would have been more than acceptable. The, just the ghosting of it, to me, is just not. Every Friday... We'd like to get you as many quality picks as we can, pro and college. Let's start with the college. I want winners. Well, we got them. Five NFL, five college. Five on three. One, two, three. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's go, five. All right, let's start with the college picks. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. George Reister is going to join us. In a moment, you hear him weekends here on Fox Sports Radio. UCF, Central Florida, getting ready to go in the Big 12 next year. Louisville, who should have been in the Big 12. But oh, how the mighty have fallen. Louisville is not nearly as competitive a college football program as it used to be, and Central Florida is. This line moved from three and a half to six. I don't think it's going to be close. It's in Orlando in the heat. Give me the Knights by a touchdown to win and to cover. Um, well, this one seems super easy to me. You know, in some ways, when you play back-to-back weeks, it actually exposes where you are at an athletic disadvantage. App State is the perfect example of that, right? Remember last weekend, they were leading North Carolina. They scored a bunch of points even late against North Carolina. The, the difference is you got to turn around and do it again this week, right? Appalachian State is a tremendous football program. They're taking on A&M, who was so-so last week, played a lot of young players. I love A&M. It, the, the, the difference between the big boys and even the quality little guys is the depth of talent. You just get worn down by it. Give me the Aggies by 19 and a half or more. Aggies is favorites to win to cover at home. All right, game number three, Iowa, taking on Iowa State. That's the Cy Hawk trophy. Gone Brock Purdy. Gone star running back in Iowa City. I know usually the underdog in Iowa State has played this series very, very competitively. I like Iowa to win. Iowa to cover. Lay the points. You're welcome. All right, we can't just go all faves, right? That wouldn't be right. If we went all faves, then people would freak out. Like, yeah, all the favorites don't don't always win, don't always cover. Don't worry. I got dogs for you. I got plenty of dogs for you. Like the Texas Longhorns. This may go counter to what you thought you heard earlier, where I said that eventually Alabama's going to look better, but it's a 20-and-a-half-point line. Um, I would take the halftime line, and I'll definitely take the full line. It started at, it started at 14 and a half. It's at 20. If you want to wait and it goes to 21-and-a-half, just load up on Texas. Texas is going to keep this game relatively close. I still think Alabama wins. I don't think they win by three touchdowns. Right? There's your... There's your big underdog. Um, and one more dog, just to just to make everybody happy, just so everybody understands we're equal opportunity uh, dog playing service. Um, Missouri's a seven-and-a-half-point dog against Kansas State. This is a big game. 
And here's why it's a big game. Missouri and Kansas State obviously used to both be in the Big 8, used to both be in the Big 12. Missouri and Kansas is the one that gets kind of more of the pub, right? They get more of the pub. But Missouri and Kansas State, they play each other for over 100 years as well. Give me Missouri, eight-and-a-half-point dogs on the road in Manhattan. I'll take the Tigers. Let's get to the NFL. Um, some of these feel kind of easy to me. Like, I thought last night was kind of easy. I-, I know everybody freaked out of the line. They're like, oh, how can the defending Super Bowl champ? Because one team is better than the other, right? Which I think is the case here with the Chargers taking on the Raiders. Three to four, to three and a half. About the Raiders. It's a different style of And the Chargers going from different style. You got to change for you can't do it in one office. One office, new head coach, new receiver. The Chargers actually have consistency and they've added Khalil Mack, who already knows Brandon Staley's system. So I'll take the Chargers to win, the Chargers to cover. All right, got another I got a dog for you. I know their offensive line's been a mess. I'm aware. I think this is a great defensive shut showdown. And I've liked the Dallas Cowboys since jump. I, I can't tell you. What did we say about Aaron Rodgers last year when he lost to New Orleans Saints to start the season? Oh, wasn't fully engaged in the offseason. Can we say the same thing about Tom Brady? It didn't stop Aaron Rodgers from winning the MVP, but it did say, hey, you know, you really got to buckle down and get to know what's going on. I like the Cowboys and the under. The over-under is 50 and a half. Give me the under. Give me the Cowboys. Two picks and one. Um, here's one for Dan Beyer, the, the Denver Broncos head coaches never really call plays. Very good quarterback kind of guru, offensive guru with a new team and a new quarterback taking on the Seattle Seahawks who have nothing to lose. And they have a guy that didn't want to be there. Right. Playing against them in a Russell Wilson. I, I don't love the who wanted it more, but I do think there's a ton of energy in Seattle. Um, for the Seahawks, playing at home. They're always better in front of the 12. Not a, not a Geno Smith fan in the long term, but Geno Smith has done played a lot of football. He's not terrible. He actually was decent last year. I like the Seahawks as underdogs. To win straight up, give me the Seahawks to beat the Denver Broncos. Um, and then my, my, uh, my last pick is one that I kind of gave away earlier. Um, the Miami Dolphins are better than the Patriots. Also keep in mind that teams melt. So here's something to look for. You guys remember I did sideline the NFL? It was really cool. It was in Miami. Early in the season, the visitor sideline for those early start games, you're like ants underneath the uh, magnifying glass. The heat is intense. Wears you down late in the game. Miami's got dudes. They got a good play callers as head coach. I don't think two is great, but I don't think his weaknesses get exposed this early. I like the Dolphins to win and to cover. Those are the picks. Five NFL. Let's go, five. Five college. Five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Boom. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff, tune in Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, and Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll give you uh, all the coverage live right up until kickoff on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, presented by BetMGM. Right, that, that's actually a huge Huge show. So when you turn on Fox Sports Radio, unlike some other sports radio stations, I'm not going to name names. You and I hear, you know, I got, I got, you know, the last 74 games, I have hit on 69 of them. Okay. If you follow my service and I will give them to you if you call this call in line, right? That's not what we're doing here. Real, we have betting analysis. We got pregame coverage. We got injury updates. We got everything you want right here on Fox Sports Radio every Saturday. Every Sunday morning. How'd I do there, Jay Stu? Did I sound like, you know, every day, you know, listen, my, my number, 13 weeks in a row, 13 weeks in a row, I have given you the Monday Night Football winner. 13 years. I will give it to you free, absolutely free, but not on the radio. You got to call this number. How'd I do? That sounds like a fair representation. Yeah. It is. It is. Hey, look, we all got to make money in this biz. I get it. I get it. But 13 weeks in a row. Ramos, how you doing? You were not good on uh, on text last night. You okay? Well, no, I'm fine. It started off okay. I thought the Rams, it was, you know, 10-10 at halftime, so I thought that was good. Uh, the second half, Josh, Josh Allen just showed everybody why he's in the MVP running. I mean, I thought he was really good in the first half. They had that interception that clearly, pretty obviously wasn't his fault. Um, and Stafford had that weird interception where, he had two guys, you know, kind of a layered route, and he threw it in between the two of them. You're like, what are you, what are you looking at there? Uh, that was a, that was a, that was a pretty good beatdown. Here's Matt Stafford on how the Bills defended their offense. Got to give them credit. They did a really nice job of affecting the game up front, um, and in the back end, did a really great job of, I mean, keeping a top on it. I mean, they just played too high safety basically the entire game. Played some old school three, which I haven't seen in a long time. Um, you know, trying to rotate to Cooper, but uh, you know, it wasn't anything earth shattering. They just did a nice job of, of playing. This is Matt Stafford on if he held the ball too long. Anytime, you know, that happens in a game, um, you know, I'm going to have a handful, you know, that I feel like I can do a better job of. Got to make sure that I'm taking what the defense gives me um, while still trying to be aggressive. And, and on a, a night like this where playing a little bit of catch up and, and they're doing a nice job of rushing, I uh, just got to do a better job of maybe trying to get it out in some instances. There's no question about that. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this was Von Miller, who, of course, plays for the Bills now. Had that weird haircut with the triangle uh, in the back of his hair. He had this to say about playing against L.A. L.A. has a special place in my heart. Um, Super Bowl 56, I always have a special place in my heart. And uh, my teammates over there and all the coaches and the infrastructure of the team, they always have a special place in my heart. It felt like, I, you know, I was playing against my, you know, my brothers over there. You know, you want everybody to, you know, come out healthy. You want everybody to, you know, have a good game. But you want the guys over here to score a little bit more and you want to win the game. So we got that done and everybody bought out today. Everybody on the defense, everybody in the offense. It was a great game. Yeah, I don't, I, the whole brothers thing. Like he was, he, he was in L.A. for what three months? Is that what it was? He was like three months, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't even. He, he was not a resident of Southern California, 
So, I mean, let's, you know, they won a Super Bowl. That was great. Let's not act like he was here for 10 years. This is his whole career, right? That's, that, that's, more, that's more Denver. Um, Byer, what surprised you about last night's game? Really the just dominance of the Bills and their, their run game was actually effective. Um, you know, Devin Singletary and just and and then how the Bills got after Matthew Stafford. It was I mean, just to say how how one sided I felt the game was. I mean, I don't I don't even know if it was that close. No, I didn't, was, I, I, I didn't think it was think it was all that close when it was ten ten at halftime. Yeah. You know? Just the scoreboard said it. Yeah, that was yeah. it. It was yeah. it was one of those man, they really outplayed him and it's it's ten ten at the half and they're like, Oh, they that the score wasn't Sometimes that's a sign of okay, the Rams didn't play well. Rams also didn't use a lot of motion. It was kind of weird. They were a little stagnant offensively. Um, I, I'd, I'd also say this: if I was a Rams fan, uh, I, I'd rather peak in you know week eighteen than week one. No know? doubt. So, and and that's kind of been the mo of that squad. I mean, they really do play the last quarter of their season, which is why I think like Cam Akers getting just three carries last night. It stinks for fantasy owners and the zero yards that he got. It's absolutely atrocious, but I don't think they want to run him into the ground because I think he would be the guy that they would use and that, you know, almost exclusively in the uh, last quarter of the season and into the playoffs. It still is weird, though, that on a Thursday night standalone game, a guy who came back from an Achilles injury and was, was effective, you don't, you basically don't use it all. Yeah. He had, what, basically every single carry against the Buccaneers except maybe like two that Sony Michelle had last year. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was very surprising to see Daryl Henderson be used as much as he was. Mm. Well, I'm, look, we've, we've been to Rams camp every year I've been here, and I can, we, we, I can attest that, that when they from the day they drafted him, he always had a thing. He, he loves, he loves some Daryl, some, him some Daryl Henderson. But there was something, something in the dynamic there which we still haven't necessarily uncovered. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's uh, let's get you to our f- friend John Middlecoff, who joins us. Three and out's the podcast. You can download it. He's awesome. Of course, he's an NFL analyst, a former um, used to work with the Eagles and worked at Fresno State as well. He, he joins us now on Fox Sports Radio. What do you, let's let, let's go with last night. What's your biggest takeaway? Uh, the Josh Allen's the most talented guy in the league. I, I don't know if he's the best player. You know, Rodgers, I think, has clearly been clear strong, but, I mean, has been the best quarterback in the league. You know, Brady has been pretty damn good the last couple of years. Obviously, Mahomes has definitely had his moments. But I think that talent is just inarguable, right? And if he's going to be that accurate, I mean, I know he had the one bad pick, but obviously the other pick was not his fault by any means. But his running ability, he tur- can turn into Cam Newton, but then he can throw it like Elway. Uh, I'm going to say it over and over. I I didn't live through peak Elway, but the way it was always described to me, you know, this feels like the modern day kind of like version uh, times like three or four, right? He's probably a little bigger, faster, stronger. Now the game's different. You know, when Elway played, you know, you could get killed. So it's it's a little less violent in the sense of it's safer, I I would imagine, in, in the pocket. So it's a little easier to throw, but you know his number one knock was accuracy, and I think it's fair to say, I don't know about you, Doug. He looks pretty darn accurate to me. Yeah, no, there, there's obviously been some adjustments made, but man, he was, who he was, he was good. What about the Rams and their ineffectiveness, especially the, the, their inability to run the football and who they chose to run the football with? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have as big a deal with, you know, not playing Cam Akers. I know the fantasy football community freaks out about which running backs play and how many carries people get. To me, I, I, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass, you know, given Stafford didn't play that much in the preseason. And, I mean, I, I remember crushing them, thinking, like, no way the Rams can win the Super Bowl when they had that stretch last year was he was just throwing picks after picks after picks. Now, I will say this. You know, it, it's – it is hard to consistently win at the highest level when your quarterback is going to be that loosey-goosey. Like, I'm a Stafford guy, but no-look passes over the middle of the field in tight coverage, I mean, come on. Like, what are we doing? I, I, I thought, like, that pass. Now, you could argue, well, he's, you know, didn't have that much time. Agree. I mean, their, their offensive line is not exactly the 93 Cowboys, but he made a couple passes yesterday that were just – like he's too good, he's paid too well to the no look pass to me, and and I'm not some you know I, I'm a Steph Curry guy. I mean he makes terrible passes too, but there's a time and a place. And to me, when you're in a tight game against an elite team, like look at the way Josh played. Like he he was just pretty like taking what was there, didn't force things. I, I thought that no look pass was pretty ridiculous. Well, it's funny. We, when somebody makes a no-look pass and it gets completed, we act like this is the greatest thing on earth. And we never focus on like, hey, the other guys have tried it and it doesn't always work, you know? Like there's a reason that dudes just don't throw no-lookers any time any time of day. I also think like the basketball thing, I mean, you are a passer for a living. Like it, it's, I don't want to say easier, but when like you're a legit point guard, like a no-look pass in basketball is a little different than a no-look pass in football, right? Completely agree. Completely agree. Completely agree. Um, Lamar Jackson doesn't come to terms in a contract. Feels like he wants Deshaun Watson money. Feels like they don't want to pay him Deshaun Watson money. I have my own thoughts. Let me get yours. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's insane. If it's the amount of money they're offering him is $165 million range. Uh, like, I, I think, I heard Coward say this a couple weeks ago, just because one bad business makes a bad decision doesn't mean that everybody else in that industry copies them. And I agree. And I think that is definitely the way that these teams, the other 31 teams are going to operate. Like no one's getting $280 million guarantee deals or 230 or 240 or whatever. And if you're getting offered that amount of money, $165, $170 million, and you play like Lamar does, I think it's nuts. And he is doing the Ravens a massive, massive favor by playing. I've said the whole time, like, now, maybe it didn't matter because they were never going to budge on the number, but it, it just feels like – I think it's a terrible business decision. I mean, period, point blank, end of story. He was a 30-second pick, so he hasn't made that much money, and they're offering you that sum of money. It, look at just what Russell Wilson got, right? Look at what Josh Allen and Mahomes – like, I mean, Mahomes' true guaranteed numbers are. I, I think he's crazy for, for turning – now, if the offer is 110, I mean, yeah, I, I would get it, but it – it sure doesn't feel that way from everything that's being credibly reported about it. I, I think what's interesting about it is that um, um, what, what's interesting about it is I believe that he would have been drafted higher and he would have had a deal done now had he had an agent, especially now. But like I had heard when he was getting ready for the draft, like people wanted to have him in, but he had to call his mom. He sometimes didn't get her. Nobody could get through to him. He, you know. There wasn't the energy to go work out for a bunch of different people. Uh, and, and then with this deal, how it was described to me, like I literally had had coffee with a GM the other day, and he was sitting there telling me, like, look, this deal's not going to get done before Friday. 
because to get it done at a big number takes some creativity. And the creativity doesn't just come from the team side. It has to come from the player side with somebody understanding how these things get done, how to bury, how to change the cap number, what, you know, what it looks like is, yeah. is not just – people don't just hand you a big suitcase of money and says, here you go, big boy. And that, I, they, that guy was right, you know, because I think he's – I don't understand. Is it an effort to save money? Like, dude, you're going to make – 160, 170, 200 million dollars. Who cares? You lose a percent if you want to get the deal done. The, the other thing is, like with large sums of money, in in any business deal, there has to be a win. Like you said, I would imagine that GM. You, it's not just these aren't just one sided. Just because 140 million dollars gets handed out, the other side has to feel comfortable about doing that. Whether that's well, then I have your control for six years. Like there, there's negotiations. This isn't one side just gets a heist, even when it's the player. And I know social media loves like he's getting screwed. Well, no, I would imagine the Ravens basically want like we have your control forever, <laughs> essentially. You right, like five, six, seven years, like Allen, like Mahomes. Like that's the way this works. The other thing is, is when you are running quarterback. And I know he hasn't taken that many "quote unquote" huge shots. No doubt. It's a it's a risk every time. And Absolutely. for him, for him to play this season, you know, and be all in. Which listen, I know a guy there. They love him. He's a great guy. The team loves him. He's everything you want. But I think the emotions clearly are running a little high. And like you said, I don't think he can quite. How could you quite comprehend? Look at some of the players recently that negotiated their own deals. It was like Bobby Wagner, who had been in the league for a decade. Richard Sherman did it with the Niners. Been in the league a long time. Had done multiple deals before, even if it was with an agent. Had a feel for some of this stuff. Like, when you're negotiating your first deal, and let's face it, when you're the quarterback, your deals are, what, 40%, 50% higher than even the next best players at other positions? It is – it's clearly not a well-run operation right now on the Lamar side. No, no one is in his ear giving him just some – just some credible opinions of like, hey man, this is you're probably not making a great financial decision. You're not some like maverick risk taker here. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of John Middlecoff. Three and Out is the podcast. All right, let's uh, let's get to some of these Sunday games. Um, what about the Vikings? You know, Packers are going in, and I honestly like what the Packers have done. I feel like they've transformed their team into one that fits. Green Bay in the winter, right? They can run the football, yeah. and they got a really good defense. I don't know how it fits with, with Aaron Rodgers, but maybe he makes it work. On the other hand, this is early in the year. This is against Minnesota. This is a team that kind of built differently. They have great skill position players and a good, solid quarterback. What do you think of this game? Well, I, I think there are two teams this weekend. If you're going to win the division, it's must win, especially given that you're playing divisional opponents. That's the Chargers, and that's the Vikings. You're, now, obviously, the Vikings have a – exponentially better home field advantage. But the Vikings' weakness is their corners. That They do not have very good corners. Well, early on in the season, who knows, the Packers' passing game with Devontae not being there might be a little bit of a work in progress. If you're going to get them, this is the time. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not. He's like, well, it's only one game. If you can't beat the Packers at home when you've had nine months to go, like, this is our time to take advantage of this situation – I don't know, Doug. I, I just, I'm not saying that they can't make the playoffs as a wild card or whatever, but it's, it would be a pretty solid and just consistent uh, you know, statement by Green Bay, and I, I think they're going to win but because I, I think Minnesota's a tad bit overrated because, again, like I said, it's a passing league, and they do not have great corners. 
So their offense has been scoring a lot of points these last couple of years. Uh, and I'm with you. I think Green Bay now, in, in theory, is much better suited to play some of these. You know, December games have been fine because they've had such a big lead. But the January games, when they're hosting a game at Lambeau to kind of physically overwhelm you, like they got physically overwhelmed by Kyle Shanahan and years ago by Jim Harbaugh. Uh, so I, I like Green Bay, but if I'm going to take the Vikings seriously, same, same with the Chargers. Like you're going to open your season at home against a divisional rival. Like you got to win. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports. You mentioned the Chargers, um, right? Like if you were stuck under a rock and you woke up and people were like saying great things about the Bills and saying great things about the Chargers, <laughs> but what about the Chargers? It does feel like this has to be at least a playoff year. One hundred percent. I mean, I, the only reason why I would say it doesn't have to be a division winning year is just because they play in a division with, you know, one of the best coaches of his generation and, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback in Mahomes. But like they got to go to the playoffs. I mean, they, they should have gone last year to, to lose that game to the Raiders on the road was just inexcusable. But I, I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse on that one. But yeah, I mean, anything less, I would say with this roster, assuming relative health. I'd say like anything less than like 11 wins, Doug, would be pretty underwhelming. I, I, I do believe they have the best roster on paper, uh, especially if J.C. Jackson can come back and be, be healthy because they have good players at every position. And the most important position, I, I don't know if he's quite Josh Allen because I don't think he's quite as violent of a runner, but he is a star as well. So when you have an elite quarterback, I mean, to not make – like my friends on different teams, right? Every player is graded in the NFL. And most teams I talked to had Herbert somewhere between like four and five last year. Like great, like Rogers won, right? Brady, Mahomes, like it was like Herbert Allen. <laughs> I mean, that's to, when you have that level of quarterback play, like you, you, you cannot not be in the playoffs. Whether, whether you're a division, you have to be a divisional, you know, a wild card team because you have a 13 win team, whatever. But. I think there's a ton of pressure this year on Brandon Staley, given the talent on his team and, you know, the quarterback he inherited. Com- completely agree with you. Um, am I wrong? Does it feel like this is going to be a mismatch between the Dolphins and the Patriots? Like the, the, the Dolphins were better than the Patriots, you know, on the field last year. Granted, they had a terrible start. Um, but now they've added dudes everywhere and feels like a coach that it may fit their personnel a little bit better. Whereas the Patriots, and I'm willing to believe that in time it'll work, but this early in the season, kind of clunky. I, I, I don't like, I love the Dolphins this weekend. It's just hard for me to love the Dolphins because I don't love their quarterback. And their coach has never coached a game. And really, he's never really called plays. But, yeah, I mean, talent-wise, the Dolphins, like if you flipped, if Belichick was the coach of the Dolphins and McDaniel was the coach of the Patriots, I mean, what would the Dolphins be, a 10-point favorite? I mean, they'd be the biggest line probably of the week. So the talent discrepancy, no one will argue that. I just, I do question Tua. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not trying to play revisionist history, but I, I don't really like weaker arm quarterbacks. And he's a small guy, not really my cup of tea. Uh, and I like Mike McDaniel personally, like I root for the human. But I, I always think anytime first-year head coaches, you just never know. I mean, we've seen so many guys that had a lot of hype not live up to it. I mean, look at Robert Sala. Like, I mean, the dude was had like seven interviews, got the Jets job, and like I think the Jets are going to be terrible again. So it, it's just it's just a very very hard thing to do. And the coaching, you know, say what you want about Belichick, like he is just an elite coach. 
And last year is a good example that they overachieved. Now, I, I don't. I think it's going to be very hard for them to get sniff eleven wins. But game one, throw some different things at Tua. Like I, I think Brian Flores proved pretty pretty quickly. Like he was a solid NFL head coach. I, I just my unknown on Mike is just pretty high. So I, like from a gambling perspective, I'd probably take the Patriots in three and a half points. Um, you you would take the Patriots three and a half points. Yeah. I don't feel great about it, but I, I think that's the way I'd lean. He, Bill, Belichick's Baker play? team down there on Tuesday. How does Baker play this weekend? I love the Panthers this week. I mean, I, I really do. I actually think the Panthers could be pretty solid this year. Now, they're wild Christian card. McCaffrey stays healthy, right? Yeah, to me, that's a huge wild card. I think their defense is going to be good. Um, you know, I, I watched a little bit of preseason, and Baker just in that jersey, it felt a little pretty kind of natural. Uh, DJ Moore is a good player. I heard some people talking about Matt Rule, his third year at Temple, his third year at Baylor. Now, obviously, the NFL is a lot different than, than college, but that's when he started having success. Um, you know, my, my friends that used to go through that, his operation loved him. Now, it has not gone well, but, you know, his quarterback play has been an abomination. To me, if Baker can just be solid, yep. you know, like a, a Jimmy G-ish type guy for them, can you imagine the upgrade there? But if Christian McCaffrey's healthy – He's one of the better players in the NFL, which it's hard to depend on him. He's kind of got like this, like Rob Gronkowski thing in the mid 2010s, you know, where he's just always hurt. It's just hard yep. to avoid. Yep. But uh, I, I think Doug, they're going to be good on defense. And the other thing is, the Browns roster is pretty good, but the quarterback. I mean, we, we've seen Jacoby now, nice guy, but just not a very good player. I mean, you could argue of the starting quarterbacks and the backup quarterbacks. You know, he's probably 40, 45 range. I mean, it's it's hard to just beat good defenses when that's your level of quarterback play. No question. John Middlecoff, Three Nouts, the podcast. He joins us every week on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Great stuff. Enjoy the games. We'll talk soon. See you, buddy. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.